Welcome to the podcast Appetite for Life with me, Karen Kelly, keeping the spiel real as we discuss today's habitual lifestyle with various topics, the occasional guest, women in business and fun, interesting chat. Whether you're a stay-at-home parent, work from home, have a sleepy commute to the office or flying high around the globe, there's something for everyone and anything goes, but keep it clean, it's just everyday life and how we fill it, so tune in and pump up the volume. It's good to talk with an appetite for life. My wonderful guest in this series is Catherine Jane Massey, otherwise known as Kat, and she really does deserve a long introduction. Kat has been self-employed for over 20 years, running successful businesses such as hairdressing and property development. She's also a mental health advocate and a best-selling author, as her novel Living with Dolls has had great success globally. She's made several appearances on TV and radio, as well as national and local newspapers. And more recently, we've grown to love and know her in the Visibility Lounge with Kat Massey. So welcome, Kat. It's really great to have you on board today. Oh, thanks, Karen. So Catherine has a no-filter approach to life as the honest blogger, and visibility queen. So does that mean you say it is it is then, Kath? I like that. It, it basically <laughs> does, but it's always it's always said with love. I found it really hard to sugar to sugarcoat things. So I'm not a people pleaser. Um, but everything I do say is is said with love. But I think that's really refreshing. I think you can really connect to people that way. Yeah, totally, totally. So um, I think you're a jack of all trades and you're master of every single one of them. You've been self-employed for over 20 years. Um, so you know exactly what it takes to build something from scratch and, and make it work. Can we go back then, talk us through all the different companies and industries that you've worked in? Uh, we started. I started off as as most people do, as a Saturday girl selling clothes. I always knew that um, I wanted money. I know that's, that's, that's quite an, a bold statement, but I always knew that um, money wouldn't bring me happiness, but it's gonna give me opportunities. And with my upbringing, I knew I needed those opportunities to earn money to be able to get where I wanted to be and have a different yeah. life to um, my childhood. So yeah, started off really, really young, and we, um, we got a building company called C Massey Builders Limited. I was still I was doing hairdressing then and yeah. my husband um, was a joiner and we took the brave decision um to buy a van and start up on our own. Now remember this this is a world before um internet, before websites, before anything like that. Um, we've never posted a flyer and we've never actually advertised we we, we work old fashioned and we still do now. We're still established 25 years on um, wow. and just word of mouth. Um, so, yeah, so that's where we started with, with that, with the building um, company. And then we've, hairdressing has always been in the family. Um, my sister and my dad and my stepmom. Unfortunately, my stepmom passed away and our family business um, was going to close because nobody wanted to sort it out. It was quite a rundown salon, I'll be honest with you. And I never had much to do with it because I was bringing up my children and I was doing a lot of mobile hairdressing as well as being the, um, it's called director now, but at the time I was I was the secretary of C Massey Builders. But then it went, yeah, went into yeah. that. So with the C Massey Builders, we didn't have, um, we didn't even have a computer. So when we went round to somebody's house to price a job up everything was obviously handwritten Manual, and the quotes yeah. were handwritten. I love those days I miss those days don't you <laughs> I know well to be honest we still do them it's just that we've got spell yeah. check now on the computer and we do email <laughs> yeah but, but a lot of people do do still get um 
one posted through the door off us because that's how we've always worked with them and our clients are long established clients so they they quite like that customer service that we still offer after after 25 years so yeah so then um so i said to my dad who was going to close the doors on um, his his business which was 25 years old i said that i would take the business over right um i didn't know what i was letting myself in for because i didn't realize how run down this salon was like i said i'd never worked there I ju- it was just my sister worked there and my dad worked there but my sister moved away so where was the salon anyway, where was it cast was it in wales the salon yeah in flintshire yeah flintshire yes yeah in flintshire yeah so um so yeah i took it over and got to know the the local um clients and everything and then i thought oh you know what we've got this building company i need to gut this place and take it again yeah um, yeah start again so that's what we did and it took us three weeks the mayor of flincher came and opened it it was a lovely day and brilliant um, and and yeah and it's still there today oh wow so you still have the salon today then it's still open that i yeah i have another i'd opened another salon later on down down the line but that that salon um it's actually it's actually it's the, the the building's still there but it's not actually a salon it's actually an off license oh is it that's even better isn't it <laughs> so shame you couldn't combine the two have your hairdressed you know get your hair all done have a drink at the same yeah, time you can actually because i used to, I, in my other salon i used to offer the the clients um prosecco we can't obviously we can't sell it because you don't have that license, have license to sell it, yeah. but you can give it you can give it for free totally yeah, yeah. So you did nursery nursing as well, didn't you? So probably going back many years. Have you done nursery nursing and uh, yeah, Blue yeah. Arrow driver what? as well? You've done I it all. Crazy, crazy days. Uh, yeah, what happened? What happened was I was in. I was doing the hairdressing, and then I said to my husband, "Shall we get married?" I said to my husband, "We weren't obviously married at the time. Shall we get married or shall we start a family?" And he's turned around to me and said well, how much does each one cost? And I said, very naively, well, I think having a baby is a lot cheaper than getting married. <laughs> little did I little know. Little did you, I was just going to say that, little did you know. <laughs> little did I know. So, um, yeah, so we we started our family, but um, I didn't know anything about, I, like, well, children. Go into this I, yeah, I, I didn't know anything about children. And, <laughs> I'd had a different upbringing and I knew that I needed to learn the basics even you know and I thought well I'll go to night school and I'll do a course as you do so I was working in the day in the hair salon doing my night course in the evening I didn't realize that that night course would give me an MVQ level two to become a nursery nurse so I was like oh happy days you know another string to me bow but I won't do anything with it so it wasn't but the wrong I course thought, you were on then, Pat. It wasn't the wrong course. You hadn't enrolled on a nursery nurse course by mistake. <laughs> I didn't want to be a good, I wouldn't want to be a mum. <laughs> yeah, so I, so then um, uh, I got, pre- I did get pregnant and I just thought, you know what, why don't I try and apply for some jobs? So I got a job in a place called Chatterbox and um, they give me the position of looking after all the babies in the baby unit. And I did that right up until four weeks before I had my son. And then when he was six weeks old, I went back to that day nursery to work there. And I lasted six weeks. <laughs> oh, really? Because... Could, you take, could you not take your baby with you, though, if you were looking after yeah, babies? I took, yeah, I took, took Harry with me. Yeah. Um, but what happens is when you run a baby unit, 
you're looking after everybody else's baby so you don't want favoritism so my baby was crying in the corner oh, and I no. was like well I, I'm getting it's paid hard. to look after yeah and then what I didn't know at the time I was suffering with postnatal depression I didn't know this at the time and um, it wasn't really talked about so that's when I um, we made the decision the financial decision which we couldn't really afford for me to, to be a stay-at-home mum I remember reading some of this in the book and it's funny isn't it when I mean I with my first I was okay with my second I suffered slightly but you don't you kind of don't really accept it at first do you? you're not quite sure because you're just exhausted aren't you I think most yeah. women probably go through a certain you know even if it's short-lived it's just normal gosh you've got this baby this skin you don't know what to do with it you're exhausted you've got to feed it I was brought up I with a lot of it. and around mental health so if so so when the doctor said that I had and meant I just couldn't accept it. No, um, so it took that. me a long time to accept that. Yeah, definitely. And talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, what year was that? What year was your son born? So, he was born in 1996. Oh, so, he's going to be 24 this year. Oh, lovely. yeah, he's all grown up. Yeah. And you've got a daughter so as well, is that right? You've got yeah, a daughter, got a daughter yeah. of, um, of 21. And when she was, it was 2007. No, no wasn't she was I stayed at home until she was eight and that's when I then opened um the, another salon yeah and went back to work full-time so did you luckily, then, when it's your mum's salon they can come with you can't they? they can come with you yeah of course they can yeah definitely so you've done other little things as well I think you um uh, to keep you going obviously we all do don't we just to keep some money yeah, coming yeah. in did you do some clean easy catalogue work as well and you were a driver delivery driver did you take your children yeah, with you just, as well <laughs> <laughs> yeah, took them, took them with me. Um, had an absolute meltdown when I was a, when I was a delivery driver because I didn't realise how many parcels actually get delivered to your house. And I asked when you did one day of training, and I asked, could I have my local area because I thought I knew my local area, but I didn't. And again, mm. there was no sat naps back then. No, of course so I was not. No, like I, I had two babies in a car seat, a boot full of parcels, and I didn't know where the hell I was going around Flincher, and I was just. I was just with the map out. Oh, where am I? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, I think I lasted two days. My husband thinks oh, I lasted really? two hours, but I'm sure it was two days. Two days, yeah. Um, oh, well. Tell yes. him anything. So Tell then him anything. I did the clean easy. Clean easy, yeah. All the catalogues underneath the pram, a baby in the pram, and a baby on top of the pram. And um, I quite like that because it's you were getting to know people. Like, you know, when you're stuck at home being a full-time mum, um, it's quite nice to knock on someone's door and deliver a catalogue and have a bit of a conversation. So I, I like that. Definitely. I actually did some for Avon when my, um, oh, yeah. yeah, for a friend, I was helping a friend out actually, because she, I don't know what she was doing. She was, she just did it full time and I was helping her out one day. I think she paid me 20 pound a day to do some delivery for her, but I'm yeah. never quite enjoying it. I got to know the area much better, these little nuts and crannies that you don't even know exist. I know. My husband said to me, so, Am I, am I able to retire now on all this, um, all these catalogs you deliver? And I said, the thing was, every um, penny I earn, I bought on cleaning products. So I just put it back into the back cleaning. Into this, oh gosh. Yeah. So let's yeah. talk about then the, the last salon you had, because that was a hair and beauty salon, wasn't it? And yeah, again, um, back so in Flintshire, again, was it all in Flintshire? Yeah, it's all in yeah. Flintshire and that is still there today. And that salon is still run as a salon today. Um, it's just that I'm not there. So that was that was called um, Lady Jane's Hair and Skin Clinic. So we had the um, obviously the salon, but we also did like mm -hmm. nails, skin treatments. Um, in, in fact, we were we were registered a small hospital because um, the treatments that we did 
were were that graded that we had to get that mm -hmm. type of insurance so um so it was quite a step up it was quite a bold move to um take on this big big building and um but yeah it was good and i and i really enjoyed it and really learned a lot about um different industries because i am just a hairdresser i'm not uh, i don't do beauty i just obviously had yeah. um, girls that did that for me well they go hand in yes. hand really don't they you find these days they yeah one stop shop yeah. yeah yeah so do you miss it do you miss the hairdressing side and about during lockdown everyone's saying cut cut can you not just try and cut my hair at a distance <laughs> well the honest blog is going to come out now and say no I no don't miss of course it oh I, um, see. I i sat in my salon um i think because obviously i've been a hairdresser for 20 odd years and i sat in my salon i think we were five years into the business and to be honest with you karen i'd lost a lot of friends and family within a year so i'd been to about six or seven funerals it was just <sighs> it was just like a wave of of bad yeah bad, bad year. you know bad news yeah yeah and, yeah. Um, and i just sat there in my salon i just thought yeah pe you know people always go oh, aren't you so lucky to have your own business but i just felt i had more to give and i just yeah. thought if i don't do something different now then when will i i'm 41 when will I do it? So I sat there and I just messaged my husband and I said, I'm going to retire. <laughs> and he went, what the bloody hell, you know. What now? I said, yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, what are you going to do? And I went, well, I'm going to be a dog walker. I love Good animals. Um, yeah, I think I need to walk in nature more and I'm going to walk dogs. <laughs> so that's what I did. I put my salon for rent and, um, and I became a dog walker. But you see, we know your love of dogs. We're, you know, we are, we are a nation of dog lovers now, aren't we? Yeah. Like you said, being a dog lover myself, my dogs used to come to the salon a couple of days a week, so clients always knew my dogs and and stuff like that. So it was just, it didn't shock anyone. I think, I, I think it shocked my husband because <laughs> he was like, oh god. But um, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't shock anyone else. People were just like. But yeah, I did my research. I was still in the salon while I was setting up. Um, I was called Auntie Cat's Daycare. And I, um, I was setting that up while I was in the salon. So obviously, yeah, getting all the right insurances, going and meet and greeting people. Um, they have to sign, you know, a form to, you know, to um, check off. And I have to know whether I want to take their dog for a walk it's, and what, or whether they like me, you know, it's yeah, like I said, yeah. it's a member member of their family but it took I bought myself a little van and um, had it signed written and um, yeah it took off really well and I really enjoyed it but it wasn't something that I did full-time so I had more time on my hands so while I was out dog walking I don't know about you but you have more time to think and you have more time to reflect do you so do I started, definitely like, talking to myself as you do out with the dogs obviously <laughs> keeping my eye on all the all the dogs and then I started to like record my voice as I was walking because I felt like oh my god I'm thinking about all like everything I've done and all my past and I just used to you know start recording it and I I played it to one of my friends and she was like I want to put that in a blog I Brilliant. didn't have a clue what, what a blog was I was like no. what the hell is a blog you know I've only just bought a computer for the building company. Never mind. Tell us a lot. You do very well, considering you do brilliantly, <laughs> brilliantly. So we did. We did that. She helped me set up my first um, blog site. I've still got that that free. But it's a free blog site um, that that adds one along down the side, and I've never changed it because it works. Yeah. Um, so, and I think that's quite 
a refreshing, refreshing thing to say to anybody who wants to start out blogging that think they've got to spend an absolute fortune. They don't. I, I've done it for free. Um, I've got five and a half thousand readers um, wow. just from for free. Um, and it's still, act, still active then, this blog, the yeah. dog walking blog, yeah. yeah so you must go on some fabulous walks. Yeah, and I'm lucky. I do live next door to 150 acres of woodland, so it's really, I'm, re, you know, Perfect. it's literally on my doorstep. Um, and yeah, I just started to think about life, and I, and when I started to put that in a blog, I realised then once I published my first blog, the amount of messages I've got, how many people I was helping just by talking about life, um, just opening up, um, bringing those walls down, sharing the vulnerabilities. Um, which I'd never done before yeah. and um, yeah and it went from there. What's lovely about dog walking as well is that you get to meet quite a lot of people don't you? You get to see the same people walking with the same dogs, the dogs make friends with those dogs, it's just bizarre yeah. isn't it and people that are not dog lovers or don't have a dog they don't get it at all do they? No. What are you picking up dogs? And you don't know oh, the owner's goodness. name do you? You just know no. the dog's name. Yeah you just know the dog's name it's hilarious but I love that absolutely love it because I run with my pooch and my daughter walks a dog, my son walks a dog, and they're all trained to pick up the poo. I know it's a taboo subject, yeah. but we have to do it. We've got to be responsible. But people just people yeah. just don't get it. Yeah, you've got to pick that shit up. People don't get it, do they? They just don't get it. How could you? How could you? I couldn't do it. But you know what did. gets to me, Karen, is when I see someone has gone to the trouble of having a poo bag and they've picked it up and then they hook it on a tree. What is I that know. all about? Yeah. I'll tell you what I can't stand is the baby nappy sacks. The bright pink yeah. ones, and you can see through it. We don't want to see it, what your yeah. dog's done. Just pick it no. up, hide it, and don't swing it around. Is it, is it really necessary <laughs> to swing it side to side? Oh, my goodness, just get rid of it. You see, my dog's really well trained. My son doesn't believe me, but when I go for a walk with him, I know where the different um, poo stations are, if you like, the poo bins. Obviously, so I, he, yeah. he poos on demand. Honestly, my dog will poo on demand. And I'll pick it up, yeah. put it straight in the bin, and I can carry on running. Just got the train them yeah. well, haven't you? <laughs> Imagine when you walk in six dogs at a time, though, and they all poo oh at the same God, time. Oh, my God. What do you do then? You got a sack, a bin well, liner full. <laughs> Here she comes with a bin liner full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> The only way I can describe it is, is if you've got children and they've played with Play-Doh and you yeah. pick the Play-Doh and you squash it all down together. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, I can just picture so, it now. The aroma. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> how you pick six poos up at the same time. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, they must all poo at the same time then. You must have your hands yeah, full. Yeah, because it's like, an, I can't believe we're talking about shit. But anyway, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's like an excitement poo. So as soon as they get out of the van, they're all excited to see each other. They're meeting their friends. It's like a day nursery with kids, isn't it? So they're all excited and they're like, oh my God, I'll have to go. So they all go at the same time. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. So how often do you go? Do you go like twice a day with these dogs or just once a day? Obviously everyone's, people are working yeah. at different hours and things. How does it work for so you? We'd, so um, my working day, um, I just just to um, clarify, I don't actually do this anymore, but I did it for three years. Um, so I used to pick the dogs up at eight o'clock and then drop them back off at five. Um, so that was more like obviously a daycare and they'd get, but we had um, our own enclosed field where we'd, you know, they were, and we had like, um, it was called, we called it a Doolittle's cabin where they'd, um, so we had like a daycare on the actual field and a couple of acres for them to run free. So they never actually seen any other dogs only the dogs that were in the daycare so we knew that they all got on together and they were all friends 
because that's a big thing when you're out walking in public you don't actually know about other what other dogs you're going to come across did you ever have any incidents i know i've had one or two hairy moments where i've been stranded with a, a dog my dog being attacked left skin ripped open i'm going to try and get him oh assistance God. horrendous so you've never had any no. bad experiences like that oh, that's no good. never um once i start like like i said at once i when i first started off it was just a matter of walking in public but your insurance in in england you can only walk four dogs um ah right okay but, as a dog walker but in wales you can walk six once we started to get more than six because I, I i was going to these meet and greets and i was just saying yes because i'm a dog lover i can't turn dogs down so we knew straight away then that we would have to get our own field so we wouldn't have any of the, yeah, those totally. problems or, or incidents um like you talk about because yeah they're, they're not my dogs um but i would treat them as as my own definitely so look i think it's a lovely little job to do so um what other industries then have you worked in, Kat? So you've covered, we've done uh, property development, hairdressing, the dog walking, uh, the yeah. delivering of the uh, clean easy, we've got the delivery driver. Um, so any other roles that um, you can tell us about that you've done in your wonderful I've dabbled years? in network marketing. Yeah. I have dabbled in network marketing. Yeah, I used to be, um, and I still, I still absolutely adore the products that I used to um, used to sell but I did that in my salon it was quite a good platform to have you know if you're in a salon and then you bring in a product line it's quite an easy thing to do really yeah. because you've already got your client base haven't you um and if someone's say, saying to me oh you look you look well or that makeup looks good it's quite easy to sell it on to them yeah, so that's definitely. why I, that's that's how I got into um, network marketing and I did that for about five years and I learned so much about not only about the industry but about self-development which i'd never looked into before so that was um that was a really good good thing we still um obviously we've still got the building company um i'm now obviously a commercial landlady because i rent out um my salon and we've got an estate agents as well that we rent wow. out um, that my daughter works in so it's it's all it's all lovely so in the family keep it in the family yeah keep it in the family keep it in the family yeah I, I, I do love love that love that side of it obviously I've got my I've got my book um, I've got my my blog in and I've just opened up um, a coaching um, called the visibility queen and we can't wait to hear more about your book and the visibility lounge in the next episodes so Kat how can our listeners get in touch with you so I've got a website and it's called uh, Um you'll be taken to a site with a little introduction to me obviously and then it, it'll take you it can take you either to my blogging site or to my book site or um, there's a little contact form on there that you can fill in um, and email me and we connect on either um, platforms of social media now I'm, I'm, I'm quite a guru at it now <laughs> from your brilliant I mean, <laughs> do you know what's yeah. hilarious I put a few posts recently on Instagram I don't know how to use Instagram and I think I sent the same post back to you without realizing because I don't know what I'm doing I think it's a minefield Instagram I'm on a course tomorrow actually but it really is a minefield isn't it I'm not an Instagram I'm quite a visual learner so I like Instagram because I like to look at pictures and I think oh that's nice and I and I like it I did get locked out of Instagram once for liking too many pictures of oh, of really dogs. of dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! It's like oh, there's a weird thing on mine. 
Oh dear. Been yeah, arrested so, for liking too many dogs. I know. Yeah. So I didn't know that was a thing. So yeah. So it's just a learning, you know, I'm not an expert in, in Instagram at all. And it, if we do do any training that I always get someone in to cover that because that's not my thing I just like nice pictures <laughs> me too me too so well it's been great talking to you today so stay tuned everyone because we've got another episode coming up which is called showing my vulnerability around my mental illness and it's definitely one not to miss oh thanks Karen it's been lovely chatting to you too You've been listening to An Appetite for Life with me, Karen Kelly, sponsored by Dane Bank Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. If you have anything you wish to bring to my attention or discuss on this podcast, then please get in touch. You can email me, Kelly at btinternet.com. It's good to talk with an appetite for life.